Welcome to the Miracle Mindset Podcast. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt, also known as Essentially M. In the world of Essentially M, we dig deep and we do the real inner work so we can rise up together. And it's all about transforming the lives of ambitious women just like you who are looking to manifest radiant health, epic wealth, and radical self-love through my own journey of feeling like a victim to circumstance of being born into physical adversities and going from shy and hiding to totally thriving, aligned, and unstoppable, I've become so inspired to help you do the same. I'm an author, a speaker, and a mindset coach, and it is my absolute honor to be here with you today. So if you are ready for spiritual growth, personal development, and finally seeing your desires manifest into your reality, then you are in the right place. Let's do this. Hi guys, I am so excited to come on and share with you all of the spiritual woo-woo things that I've been up to and all the growth that's been happening, all the breakthroughs, all the crazy crazy stuff that's been happening that uh, I just have so much to catch you up on and it's going to be so good. Um, Prepare to be mind blown and prepare to want to sign up for all of these things that I've just done. I already know you're going to, you're going to be asking me um, who I went through and how you can get it done. You're going to be wanting all of that um, because it's so good, the things I've been diving into. But before I dive in, I just quickly want to mention that I have partnered up with Kajabi So our sponsor for this episode is Kajabi. That is my website host. It's where I host my website, my courses. That's how I have beautiful checkout pages that are smooth and easy. And that's where I use, um, that's what I use for my email platform, everything. It's all in one and it's literally like drag and drop, no coding. Didn't have to hire a website developer. Um, I can do it all myself. And I actually built my entire website during my free trial with them. So when I partnered with them, they gave me a link to give you guys an extended free trial. So if you're wanting um, to try it out, I highly recommend it if you are wanting to sell online courses and products, um, especially because you can host your course right there on the platform and it's just so worth it um, to have everything all in one, seriously. I could not be bothered to set up all these plugins for emails and then a plugin for the checkout page and then a plugin to host videos. It's just, ugh, just give me it all in one and let me drag and drop and edit it as I need. So absolutely, truly do love it. Was sending people their way all the time anyways. Um, so just made, made perfect sense to partner up with them. So if you go to the link in the show notes, you can just take your finger and swipe up or down. You can actually get my special 28-day trial for free. So basically your first month completely free, which is awesome. And as I mentioned, I built my entire website during my free trial, which I believe was only 14 days. That is how user-friendly it is. So thank you, Kajabi, and feel free to go get yourself that free trial. So let's dive in. Holy do I have so much to catch you up on and um, I almost don't even know where to start. So lately I've had something called a soul tuning done. I have had distance Reiki healing. I've had an Akashic Records reading and I've had breath work. And if you don't know what any of those are or some of those are, don't worry, I'm going to unpack them for you. 
Um, I could honestly spend an entire episode on each one. Maybe that's what I should have done, but I'm going to try to give you like the SparkNotes version because I don't want to wait. I don't want you to have to wait four weeks or however many weeks to hear about the breath work or to hear about the um, Reiki. Like, I'm just going to try to get them all out in one and take you on this insane journey that I've been on. So firstly, I set the intention for this year. It's so funny how like I've just set intentions and let them go and they're completely coming true like another intention that I set this year was to be part of a mastermind so I was like I'm joining a mastermind in 2020 like I'm I'm done with the not that I'm done but I've done the group programs I've done the one-to-many type coaching scenario I really want to be in a mastermind so I just kind of set that intention that this year I would like manifest the money or invest in myself and join a mastermind and then I ended up manifesting one that is was completely free to join and is free and just it's perfect it's like my my soul sisters and I didn't know them previous to joining it was just this girl posted in a group that I'm in asking if anyone would want to um, start a mastermind and I I didn't want to comment because these things can be really flaky. A lot of times people are like, who wants to start an accountability group? Who wants to go through this course together? And everyone's like, me, me, me. And then no one ever actually does it or keeps up with it or we can't find a time for the call that works. Um, but some something told me just to comment anyway. And I signed up. Like I messaged the girl, Christy, <laughs> who's now a dear friend and kind of like our leader she organizes us and put this all together for us and I messaged her and thought what the heck let's give it a try and we ended up finding a date that worked for us all to come and talk and we've been meeting at the same date and time every single week since we started I'm gonna say now it's been at least a couple of months and it's going so well we're already talking about getting together in person and doing a retreat together and we get so much value from each other we talk all things business we're all kind of on like similar paths And we all had this vision of attracting like spiritual soul sisters that we can do this kind of thing with. So it's really cool that we all had that hat, like set that intention and it's manifested into our lives. So that was one intention I set for this year. Another one was I am going to invest in my own spiritual growth. So I've spent much of my business helping other people with like really holding space for them to um, develop like spiritually, personally, um, emotionally, right? That's what I do, (laughs) personal development. And I already invest in myself a lot for personal development, but I was like, spiritually, I really want to invest this year. I want to spend more money getting Reiki done. I want to go to a retreat just for the sake of like spiritual growth or spiritual healing. I want to try all of these healing modalities that are out there. And um, I kind of set that intention and just let it go. And I thought that might look like a retreat. I thought that would come in the form of a retreat or something. But let it go. And then (laughs) all these opportunities came up this month to book these like different spiritual experiences. And now I'm looking at them and how it's on all played out and all like they all came into my life in such an aligned, undeniable, like you must do this type of way that now I'm like oh there's the spiritual growth I asked for (laughs) so we always get what we ask for sometimes it doesn't show up in the form we expected 
Um, like I said, the mastermind was a completely unexpected form. I thought I'd be paying to be in this high-end, like scary investment, um, some type of mastermind in that way, and it ended up manifesting a free one. So it's always something even better. Um, and just because it's free does not mean it's not high value. It is like the best thing that ever happened for for my growth, for my connection, for my business. I love it so much. And then for the spiritual thing, same thing, different form, but same intention. Okay. So the first thing is I had something called a soul tuning done. And so my sister was telling me about her, um, one of her mentors who actually does this kind of like behind the scenes, like on the side, like it's not her main business, but she does, she has these gifts. She um, has psychic abilities. She's a medium, which means she can talk to people who've crossed over and she doesn't like advertise that she does all of this but my sister intuitively knew um by by the way she was speaking some of the words she was saying she was like i feel like she's woo (laughs) like i feel like she is spiritual and woo she's woke and so she ended up bringing it up to her and her mentor was like oh my gosh yes i'm so excited like to talk to you about this and i actually do these things called soul tunings where i like calibrate your energy and help you raise your vibration and we can work that into your package if you want and so my sister obviously was like uh yeah that sounds amazing and then she had her session and she could not rave enough about how cool it was and she called me to tell me all about it it's not really my place to tell you how her session was but it was so cool that I was like do you think she'll do me like I want to sign up And so she asked and she said, yes, of course, just tell her to email me, tell your sister to email me. And so I signed up. And since then, I've just told a few people about it and they want, they're like, can I get one done? Can I get one done? And so I gave her email out to a couple of people, but I don't think she would appreciate me sharing it on this podcast. So I'm not going to share her email or her contact info just here because it seems like something she really like more does for friends and family or like does as a favor. But I'm sure you can, and a lot of people had never even heard of that, but I'm sure you can find other people who does. So what, who does what she does. So what it ended up being mainly was more of a, um, like connecting me. So, okay. So you connect with her and she's very connected to other realms and to like spirit world and she can call in, like she can connect you and and help you communicate with your guides and with anyone sorry the someone's like putting something in the garbage chute i think and it's so loud um she can connect you with your guides she can connect you with loved ones who's who've passed and they communicate with her a lot with like symbols and pictures so if you've ever gone to a medium or if you are a medium you know um sometimes you hear words but mostly she said they just like show her pictures to try to communicate a message and I've been told, even before I went to the session, I was told by a client of mine, actually, Ashley, who um, who does, she's a medium as well. She's a witch. She does aura readings, all type of readings. And I had a session with her as well. She's amazing. She told me my aura has a lot of blue and a lot of purple, which means that I am very spiritually connected and I am very like open. And I've always kind of known that too, but when I sat down to have my soul tuning um, <laughs> with Tara, is her name, 
Tara was like, whoa, okay, a lot of people coming through. There is like a party around you. As soon as she started to kind of like dial in and um, she's like, a lot of people are talking all at once. There's so many people trying to come through and there's a lot of joy around you. And so from that, I just gathered that I have a lot of guides kind of watching over me and with me, um, as well as some loved ones who were trying to connect. So much, much, much of my session, it was an hour long session and like 40 to 45 minutes of it were spent um, connecting with a family member who'd passed only just last year. And I, unfortunately, I'm not going to tell you guys all the details of that because it's just super personal it's not I don't feel like it's my things to share but I'll just tell you I went into this pretty skeptical just because of like how odd it sounds <laughs> how, how odd it sounded when my sister told me about it but then again she told me so many specifics of even the messages she got and the messages she got from loved one that like loved ones that like no one else would know and even apparently my soul was in her session and doing and saying things that like ugh, Tara didn't know me. So there's no way she would know I was like that. And like the way that my soul was acting in my sister's session. I know this sounds so crazy. I know it sounds crazy. And that's why I went into this kind of like skeptical. But the things that were communicated with to me um, from my family member who had passed is like, it was undeniably him. And um, he was making us laugh. He had like, she was, she was laughing and saying the things he was, he was saying. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is 1000% him. There's no way that's not him. And even she described him physically without having ever met him. It was bang on. There was some messages that he was really, really, um, insistent that I get to our other family members and so it was just really really cool um very emotional very powerful to be able to have that experience and then it took me a while to like process like I just kept voice noting my friends about it all night and calling people about it all night and talking about it I'm sure Derek was probably like okay stop talking about it um because it's just a lot to process like it's so it's so such a crazy experience like I've never had before but it was really really special um to have that connection I felt very warm and like tingly um I kept feeling a warm like breeze on my neck and just super connected one thing that was cool is that um so this family member who had passed she said, do you have anything else you want me to tell him? And I said, you know, tell him just we miss him and we love him. And I started to get a little choked up. And she said, he's smiling and he receives that. And he's saying, you know, there's magic all around you. You can talk to me anytime. You can connect to me anytime. You don't need this chick is what he was saying. And I started laughing because I'm like, that's totally something he would say. And she was laughing. She's like, he's going, you don't need this chick. I'm always with you guys. And there's magic all around you. And I actually forgot that he said that there's magic all around you, but I wrote, thank God I took notes. And just reading back, um, reading my notes, I read that line, there's magic all around you. And I'd like, oh, I love that. I just thought that was so cool. If I were to ever get a tattoo, I'm not really a tattoo girl, but if I were get, to get one, I think I would put that. There's magic all around you. I just love it so much. It's such a good reminder. And it's so true. There's magic all around all of us 
all the time. And sometimes we get so caught up in the 3D physical things and 3D physical problems and job and work and money and um, relationships, like all the everyday life stuff that we forget we are all magic. Like we are all freaking made of stardust and magic and there's magic all around us. So I thought that was beautiful. I'm still having fun going back over my notes. And so that was most of my session and I got some answers on some things um, from this family member that was really good like um, just confirmation of some stuff and it was really special really really special experience to have and then and I wasn't expecting that it was like I don't know I'm gonna go get my soul tuned up like what am I doing I didn't expect it to be that much of um, like my dad was joking it was a seance (laughs) it wasn't a seance but Uh, I didn't know it was that much of like a mediumship type thing but there was that and then there was also the chance to meet my spirit guides so this was really exciting Um, my sister had told me about meeting hers and I was like what I want to meet mine and I was expecting to have like similar similar ones and it was totally different Um, so Tara was saying that my I have like one main guy and he's like a head honcho guy ancient wisdom like high calling and she goes "Ooh, this is so rare um I'm getting like royal vibes like he is not a jokester Uh, apparently one of my sister's guides is kind of like a trickster like very playful um like nearby playing little tricks and stuff and she's like this guide I'm getting like very serious vibes he's not messing around he's demanding he's commanding a lot of respect and his name is something starts with E-L. She's like, I'm not going to try to pronounce it because I'm going to like butcher it. But she's like, it's L something. Um, and yeah, he's a very high calling, high purpose, like ancient. And he wants you to know that whenever you feel that presence with you, um, that that is him. That he's always there with you, guiding you, helping you. You can call on him anytime. And then I gathered, I guess, that I had multiple other guides too. But that was the main one she wanted to introduce me to. But she did say guides with an S. And then at the very end of my session, after I got a few more messages from um, family members, loved ones, some people even came through who I didn't even know. Like there was a little girl who kept trying to get a message through me. There was um, a young man who was trying to get a message through me. And we still can't figure out who, who exactly they were. Um, another one was my mom, (laughs) my mom's uncle. It was hilarious because my sister, he came on my sister's session and Tara says, oh, sometimes people just see like an open, like an open communication and they just jump on. Like they're like, ooh, ooh, the channel's open. I, I need to get a message to someone. And sometimes it's like a random, um, but we thought this was a random on my sister's and it ended up being my mom's uncle. (laughs) And so because he kept showing a scene of a parking lot and seagulls and um the way Tara was describing him like my sister just would have had no way of knowing him because we never met him but he was significant to my mom she's going no I'm feeling like Tara's going no there's a strong bond like was he a mentor to you when you were little were you close when you were little he's showing me like um you're bonded and showing me a parking lot with seagulls and my sister was just like, I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. Like, my grandpa passed away when I was really little, but we weren't that close. And, like, that's that's not him. doesn't sound like him. 
And then as she described this to my mom, my mom started crying and was like, oh my gosh, that's my Uncle Percy. We used to go to that parking lot all the time. I remember the seagulls. And so she realized that was him. He was just saying hello. And then it was hilarious because he, so many people were coming up on my session and then he popped in right near the end and she's like, Tara started laughing because she had met my sister first and she's like, um, like they're not typically supposed to share what happens on someone else's session, but I'm pretty sure she knew my sister told me anyway. And she goes, I'm just laughing. This is your, uh, this is Percy coming on again. And he's just saying, hello, I just wanted to introduce myself because I didn't get to meet you, <laughs> which, um, my mom said is something that he would do. So I thought that was cute and funny. He's like, I just wanted to say hello. I met your sister, didn't get to meet you. And he just wanted to say that quickly. And then he was gone. Um, but yeah, and the little girl still haven't figured out. I figured, I don't think that was for me. Um, but probably somebody that I know or somebody I know, um, somebody who I know knows, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so couldn't figure that one out. And she, that little girl came on my mom's session as well. And my mom had this done. So interesting. We st we're still piecing that one together. Um, and then after all these people came through, again, like I said, my family member took up um, like the first 45 minutes of the call. And it was funny too, because I was asking like, okay, is there anyone else who wants to come forward and like give me a message? And then Tara was like, oh, he's he's laughing and he's saying like, what, she doesn't want to talk to me anymore? <laughs> and that is so something that he would have said. So that really made me laugh. But before my session wrapped up, I was just like, okay, like, do my guides have any messages for me? Um, am I on the right path with my business? Is what I'm building, um, is it like, am I on the right path with it? Is it gonna, what's my highest potential? And so she's like, okay, so your guides are saying, yes, definitely you're on the right path. They're all holding up like um, signs. She said, you know, when you go on like a, like dancing with the stars or something and they hold up scores. She goes, they're going like 10, 10, 10. And they're saying like, spiritually, you are on the right path. They're saying they love that you're getting into crystals, which I am and have been like looking into more and more. And she goes, and um, they're saying Akashic Records, yes, keep looking into that, which I did not tell Tara that I was into crystals or looking into Akashic Records. I actually didn't even know what Akashic Records was, hadn't heard of it um, prior, like just a couple of weeks prior. And then, um, I started talking about it with the girls in my mastermind group and they piqued my curiosity. And then I was speaking to my sister about it and we were Googling it and did not mention it to Tara, but she goes, yeah, your guys are saying, yes, Akashic records, keep looking into it and you're on the right path. They love all the stuff you're doing. They're saying, do you meditate? I said, yes. They, there's, they're saying, yes, keep doing the meditation, keep it up, do more of it. And it's funny because she goes, I wish, um, I wish I knew the crystals because I don't know the name of it, but they're showing me, um, she goes, shoot, I have this one in a necklace. I don't know what it's called. It's the purple one, the purple crystal. And I was like, oh, amethyst. I have, um, I have an amethyst like sphere ball, crystal ball that I bought and I love it. And she goes, yes, that's what they're, they're trying to communicate is that they see that you bought, um, so they're trying to show me that you bought, they see that you bought the amethyst and they're saying, yes, it's real. It has energy properties to it. Like crystals are legit and keep, keep doing all this stuff. Keep going down this path. You're doing awesome. Um, 
yeah, so they didn't they didn't really have much other than a lot of encouragement for me, which was really cool. Um, and I forget, oh my gosh, forget what else happened before we wrapped up, but she's just like, there's so many people. There was one guy who was just like waiting the whole time. She goes, this guy's here and he's just waiting to like say his piece. Um, he's just kind of been politely waiting his turn. And he turned out he turned out to have a message for me for someone else that I know. Um, so again, somebody else trying to channel through me. And then oh, there was also my parents' souls showed up. So even people who are living can apparently their soul can show up on your session, just like how my soul showed up in my sisters. Um, my parents showed up in my, and just from their souls being there, um, Tara knew so much about my relationship with them. So it was crazy. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into it too much because again, this is my family's business. It's like, I'm a complete open book, but not necessarily my family members, you know? So it's not all my stuff to tell, but like she could tell right away that I'm super, super bonded with my dad. She's like, I'm very much getting daddy's little girl vibes and um, you two are super close, but he also has a ton of respect for you. He really, really respects you and he's really proud of you. And I was like, oh, yeah, he does. He is like that. So, um, yeah, so they were there and they had some messages for me and were just like communicating that they're proud, proud of me and they were acknowledging some of the issues we've had in the past but just wanted me to really know how much they're proud of me and um, acknowledging a, a bunch of things. So, it was really cool. There was also like an inner conflict that I I was struggling with and my guides were showing her like a, an image. Again, remember I said it, they mostly communicate in images. So they kept showing Tara an image of like a tug of war. And she's like, your guides are saying there's a tug of war. There's a tug of war. And there was a few messages that wouldn't come through until I was to, blo- to break through this tug of war. She's like, they're not letting it go. So we need to figure out what it is because I can't, like everything else is blocked until we figure this out. And that happened a few times. There was like things, she's like, sometimes they don't let it go until we figure it out. So we got to figure it out so that they'll show me a new image or like someone else will come through. But anyway, so um, again, the, the tug of war thing ended up being a personal issue that I can't share here because it's not related to just me. But um, as soon as I said it out loud and was like, oh, it's this. And I feel bad saying out that, that out loud because it's this. And she was like, that's it. There we go. Okay, they're happy now. Okay, they're gone. That was it. That was it. And she's like, that just opened up the whole channel. And then so many more messages and things came through. But we got really stuck on that for a while. And then they kept showing hints and like just lots of pictures and lots of sounds and locations and they really just like it's like a fun it's like a fun puzzle you got to try to put the pic the visuals together um so it was just really really cool different experience and there was a lesson with that too once I figured out what the tug of war was they had a message for me of like um you know no this is okay to feel that way and they want you to know it's okay to continue on this path kind of thing so sorry I'm being kind of vague with that, but again, not all not all of these messages are mine to share. Okay, so that was the soul tuning. It was friggin' insane. Highly recommend you connect with a medium or someone who does some type of work like this. Again, I don't want to give away Tara's info just on 
on this podcast per se because I'm not sure if she would appreciate it. Seems like she does this more like on the side as a favor kind of thing. But I know there's so many spiritual healers out there and connected people, intuitives, psychics that you you can definitely find someone and look into it. And if I find another person, um, I'll be sure to let you know and let me know if you have someone that you love that you do this stuff with. Okay, so then I had distance Reiki healing and a reading done by um, Ashley of Leviathan's Cove. Her I can link up. Um, she's actually a client of mine and I know she that's her main business. So she's very open to um, new clients. This was epic and like perfect timing because I had my soul tuning the week before. I had this distance Reiki on the Monday. And so the distance Reiki is like, you don't even have to be on a Zoom call with her or anything. You just have to remain open. She's like, just remain open all day during the day. And then whenever I'm kind of like in my zone, she has like a bath. She does a bath ritual with some binary beats and does whatever she needs to do to connect. And she'll focus on you and send you healing energy wherever you need it most. And like, um, she also does a reading after so the package that I got with her was like a Reiki healing and energy work and then um, a reading. And, and as she was doing it, she's like, I'm getting so many downloads. I can't wait to tell you. And she like types it up and sends you an email after with what, what images popped up for her, what um, areas she had to do the most healing on. And I don't know how she does it, you guys. And I know it sounds insane. Like, how can she heal you when she can't even see you or feel the energy or anything? But she does. She did. And it was insane. Um, like, really accurate to the stuff that she reported. And this is without her knowing very much. Like, she's my client and we talk, but she knew a lot of stuff that I had not told her about. Like, like okay. Okay, okay. Let me just <laughs> explain so she did the healing and then she um so the reiki where you kind of go through and heal heal all the energy through all the different chakras and then she sent me an email recap with with what she worked on the most and what came up and what and then what images came up and i believe she did like uh, an oracle reading or some sort of reading and like lots of just lots of really cool reading lots of descriptions so it's funny the timing of it because my energy was really, really getting like all wacky because we had a lot of stuff going on in my family life. And so I was like, I couldn't have, like this session is such perfect timing. And I booked it a while in advance, but I was like, this is perfect timing because my energy is so bad right now. It's all over the place. So bless Ashley. Thank you. That was perfect timing for me. And... And then in her like report that she sent me, she'd mentioned um, that she had to do a lot of extra work on my solar plexus, which is like the upper stomach, like the abdominal area. Um, and I think she said sacral too, or maybe it was throat. But I, I remember especially here saying like solar plexus, there's a lot of like stuck energy there and it required like longer time and more healing and there's still more healing to do. In that area and that makes total sense because I always have always have stomach issues if I get upset or stressed or anything like that I feel it in my stomach and that is where we store emotions right like emotions literally live in our gut 
Um, so there was that. And then there was so many things like in the, in the reading part of it, so much symbolism, um, so many answers to the things that have been on my mind in regards to these family issues, which again, she knew like a little bit about, but not very much. And she had clear kind of like insights on that and positive symbolism numbers which were significant to me and my family um the number she said the number 14 is here to reassure you um and that is my sister Lindsay's favorite number and lucky number and so that was funny that that number popped up um there was symbolism as me as a butterfly i think she said and i have to go back and read it but a lot of really cool powerful imagery in there and then she also gives like guidance of what to do over the next few days to kind of like care for yourself and care for your energy so she like um gave me some notes making sure make sure you eat whole foods healthy foods all this um stuff to kind of just take it easy and drink lots of water protect all the the work we just did so that was really um, awesome. I'm sure I'm forgetting some details too. Okay, I just paused so I could pull up my notes uh, because I knew there was so much more that I was forgetting. So the open, opening symbolism was rainbow bursts. So simplistic rainbows are a sign of calmness after a storm. To me, this is another stage of leveling up for you, but I heavily feel that one is coming much different than the rest. Um, I'm feeling a pull that you are rewiring and anchoring in all seven conscious planes, physical plane, where you see visible reality among us. This is the lowest level, which is close to us, astral plane. This is known as our emotional plane, but also where we con where our conscious state goes after death. Um, and then she's explaining the different planes. This is where divine, divine communication can happen. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, yeah, areas of healing was my solar plexus, um, sh showed some need of healing. I feel you're on your way to feeling more of your own authenticity and stepping into your power. However, you're still struggling slightly. This is the chakra area that's responsible for your willpower, taking responsibility for your life, forming and standing behind your own personal beliefs and values, personality, clarity of judgment, and self-discipline. Healing lights and symbols have been sent to you both in present moment and in past. And then my third eye too. She said, third eye, I feel a big calling for you to tap in more into your third eye, which is really cool. Um, I feel you go through the movements of surrendering and tapping in, surrendering and tapping into your mind's eye, but you still aren't following through with the inner motion of this. Try to hold more still for yourself and evaluate where your beliefs lie. I sent some healing energy here as well as light. But I think if you start to practice your own humming noise, this would really get things moving. Um, take more of your own medicine. I know it's hard when we run our business and do other things through the day, but I feel you'll greatly benefit if you take more of your own medicine. And this is interesting because I got this message from her and then I kept getting it from so many other places and from one of my other readings that I'm about to tell you about. So everyone's like, take your own medicine. Um... The third eye thing is interesting because I've heard before, not just from her, but from other readers and from other just people that um, I seem to have like an, um, a connection, like a pretty open third eye and a connection to source and to different realms. 
And so that was interesting that she was like, yes, like keep opening up your third eye. Um, and then some things from the past that popped up. Some of them made sense. Some of them did not. And she said, sometimes you'll like years from now, they'll make sense or months from now or weeks from now. And sometimes it's like, no, like that just, it maybe wasn't for you or whatever. But a couple things really did make sense. Um, she said, comparison to your sister. I felt some heaviness of a comparison to your sister, possibly coming from your parents. And so this could make sense for a couple different reasons. This could be comparison to my middle sister. This is what I'm saying. This is not what she said. Um, but I did, I did feel a strong comparison to my middle sister, Britt, who's probably listening to this, <laughs> um, just in high school because she was really popular. She always, she always had, um, a boyfriend, like all the boys really loved her and, um, nice body, like all the things, um, friends. And so I felt that I fell short in comparison, especially going to the same high school at the same time. But then when she said coming from your parents, then that could be referring to my oldest sister. So more in our adult life, um, I feel like my parents' attention has gone a little more towards my, uh, a lot more towards my older sister, but it's because she's needed them more for different things. So it could be either one of those. It could be either one of those. And then she said she got pain in her shins. And I was like, that's interesting because it could be like a representation of my physical pain. Like I grew up with casts on my legs and um, pins in my feet. And so shin pains were pretty common for me, especially as I was growing. There was actually a lot of physical shin pains. So she's like, it could be like, um, it could be like an emotional root cause, but I'm thinking it's actual (laughs) physical pain. Um... Oh yeah, she did pull a card. She pulled a card. It's called Healer of the Ages. Calling upon you to do a full detox through your body, mind, spiritual connection. Okay, this is insane, you guys. So I was called to do a full mind, body, spiritual connection and a full detox. And then, um, so he brings with him the wisdom of your ancestors and challenges you to go even further within. Get super connected with the universe and your spirit guide. Your soul is searching for its true definition of your inner creates your outer. Although you're experiencing a lot of energy drain on the outside, it's a deeper subconscious healing that is needing to be addressed, which I did not click this together until I did breath work. And when I did breath work, I did do friggin' a detox and I did work on my solar plexus chakra because it came up again in my Akashic Records reading. So insane. (laughs) Okay, so then her final pieces of advice were like increase your water um, intake to help you spiritually cleanse. Allow yourself a few minutes to reflect on your messages, which I didn't really do because I had just been so busy. Um, I didn't really look at the message deeply until um, probably actually after my other reading, to be honest. But then it's funny because they all click together and they're all like saying the same thing in different ways. Avoid strenuous exercise. I did that anyway. I'm pretty good at avoiding exercise. (laughs) Allow your emotions to flow. This came up again in my Akashic readings. Um, If you experience detox symptoms such as spiritual headaches, drink extra water and then ground yourself through a bath or walk outside barefoot for a few minutes. So that was kind of like her closing 
advice for me. And um, she also sends like a mini meditation for opening your heart, which I still have to open from my computer and download so I can enjoy that. But highly recommend Ashley. Um, she does, she's a hereditary witch. So it's literally like in her family lineage, she comes from a line of witches who have all of these abilities. And so she offers a wide range of services. She does aura readings. She does, um, the Reiki healing. She does, um, oracle readings and, um, meditations now too so just check her out she's at leviathan's cove on instagram i'll link it up in the show notes for you okay so then i had my akashic records reading and i swear maybe i will do a full separate episode on this um because this was insane as well and i actually recorded our session which i'm really thankful i was able to do because i need to go back and listen i didn't take notes i just recorded it um this was with a lady named Sarah Shermis, who my one of my girls in my mastermind recommended. She's in the U.S., somewhere in the U.S. I don't even know where she's located, actually. But she is awesome. It was so amazing. Um, so Akashic Records, I don't even know how to explain what they are. They're basically like these records that people get trained how to access so people with these like intuitive kind of like mediumship almost abilities psychic-ish abilities I guess I'm assuming can be trained on how to access and they supposedly contain all the information um, pertaining to any past lives that relate to you and future as well and they can connect with your spirit guides and they can just give you, you can ask so many questions to these records. You can ask about past lives that are relevant now. You can ask like about decisions that need to be made. You need, you can ask what's going to happen in the future with this relationship. What's for my highest good? Is this for my highest good? What's the highest probability of this happening? Um, what am I going to do about my house? What am I going to do about this? Like anything you can ask about health, wealth, relationships, spiritual um, like spiritual growth, karma, there's all these sections of what you can ask about, which is pretty much anything. So I went through, my sister had this done as well, and she did a lot more research than I did. And so I just kind of like, she told me what kind of things I could ask. And so I just made a list and I went into the session like very open-minded. I didn't really like do a ton of research on it, just a little, little bit and came up with my questions and then went in and I had a ton of questions and we actually did get to all of them. So it was pretty magical. I got to, I wanted to just know like how old is my soul? How many lives have I lived? Um, is there any past lives that are significant to me now? And then I had a lot of questions about my health, um, my future and my business, my some of my relationships and I think money and like show me at my highest potential. So, first things, she said they, she says they, I guess she means the records or the guides. Um, so, firstly, she said, I have 60, oh gosh, I can't remember, I think 62 or 64 spirit guides, like a whole team of spirit guides. And then she did say that I had one main guy who is actually a brother, and his name is Elson. Remember L? Tara told me my main guide's name was L. I don't know why she couldn't pronounce Elson though. That's what I don't get. 
So Tara was like, yeah, she's saying his name's Elson, but it's weird because his name's actually Nelson. But he has a brother, and his brother's name is Nelson, too. So his brother goes by Nellie. He goes by Elson. So Nellie and Elson, they're brothers, and they're actually both your guides. Um, and then, yeah, in total, there's 64 guides or 62. I can't remember. But now I'm curious to have a third reading done by someone else and still see if they say the same thing about my guides or if my main guides really is named Elson because that just seems funny to me that Tara said she couldn't pronounce it. Like, it seemed like she thought it was almost like um, a Middle Eastern name or something. But Elson's not so hard to say. So anyway, I don't feel, I feel like names probably don't matter that much anyway in these worlds. It's like, it's like very symbolic, energetic, um, visual. Anyway, it's cool to know that I have a whole team of guides and my soul, in case you're wondering how old I am, she said is 54 million years worth of lifetimes is what they're saying. So 54 million years worth of lifetimes. And she said, I've mastered a lot of things in past lives. So she knew nothing about me. It was total strangers with this girl. And she said, um, they're saying that in a past life you've in multiple past lives you've mastered writing and you're really good with words that's why writing writing and speaking it comes really easily to you which it does for the most part (laughs) except right now when my voice is going out it's probably ego freaking out for some reason (sighs) ego anyway she said in a past life Um, So I asked about the significant past lives, if there's any ones that they want to show me that are relevant to now. So one of them they want, she's like, okay, they're showing me two. So one of them is um, you're being shown as a woman in like, they're saying the Americas. And she's like, I'm seeing like a prairie. And so you're a woman in the Americas (laughs) in a prairie in like the 1600s. And she goes, oh, wow. Oh, wow. This is really impressive. So you were a woman and you like obviously but you're a woman in the 1600s and you taught yourself to read and write she's like whoa you're so impressive that's so cool I was like whoa that is really cool so apparently I self-taught to read and write and so I've already mastered that's why she goes that's why you're so good with words and they're also saying you were a poet you were a poet and you're really good at speaking from your heart and like tuning into the words of your heart so they're saying the way that that shows up to you in this lifetime even if you're not a poet like even if you don't write poems is that you're able to speak from your heart really easily and that you also appreciate a really good catchy song they're saying that's how you that's how it like reflects in this life and I was like oh my gosh I do love a good catchy song maybe that's why I love Taylor Swift so much her songs are so catchy so um And yeah, I thought the word thing was really cool because I do feel like that's always something I felt like almost unfair. Um, Not that it's unfair because everyone has their strengths and weaknesses, but I remember in school, like people struggling so much with English class or with writing and um, reading. And I, I don't know like all the big words and all the fancy words or anything like that, but writing has always come really, really easily to me. Like if I have to write an essay or create a story or create a poem like I can whip it up really fast and I've never struggled with that 
So apparently I mastered it in another lifetime or several other lifetimes, so that makes sense. Oh, and then, okay, this is another connection between the two readings. So another lifetime they wanted to show me was that I was a, um, a mother and I was in France again, I think she said. No, I think she said 1800s. I have to check the recording. I think she said in you're in France and it's the 1800s and you're a mother. There's a boy and there's a girl and they're just showing your arms, wrapping them up in love. And their point is they just want to show you how capable you are of being a loving mother. Like you've done it. Um, you provided those children so much love with your arms. Like, I don't know, she goes, I don't know, they're just showing me, like, you wrapping them up in your arms. And then that was interesting because in my reading with Tara, my soul tuning, my guides at the end, I forgot to tell you guys this, that my guides also showed me, the very last thing they wanted to show me was an image of me in a house in the future with lots of little ones around <laughs> and um I guess I'm like putting icing on a cake and it's a children's birthday party and Tara goes you're just like smiling ear to ear there's little ones all around this is a birthday party for your child your family's all there and you are like so happy and she goes and the house is a mess you don't even care you're just like grinning ear to ear so she goes, I don't know if you want children or how many children you want, but they just wanted me to show you that. And I was like, that is interesting because that's a question I ask myself a lot is like, am I meant to have children? Is it like, am I going to be a good mother or am I too career focused? Am I too business focused? Am I too selfish? Because I am 28 years old. I'm almost 29. And I feel sometimes like I'm not a normal woman of this age because especially being from the country, so many people desire to have children by the time they're like 22. And a lot of them do already have multiple children at my age. And I'm like, I don't have that desire yet. Like, is, does that mean that I just don't have that in me? I mean, once in a while I do, I'll hold my nephews or I'll like just see the way they look at me or the way they look at their moms. And I'm like, oh, I do want, like, I do look forward to this but just not yet. And then sometimes I question like, well, is that normal? Cause I'm getting older. And then I also question it because with the Beale syndrome that I have, it comes with a lot of complications, right? I had to go through a ton of surgeries, um, a lot of high risk stuff, a lot of being in the hospital comes with clubbed feet. A lot of times it comes with scoliosis and that caused a lot of stress on my parents too. Like having to watch your child go through surgery after surgery, it's gotta be terrifying. And I always question like, do I want to put my child through that? Because there is a 50% chance when you have children, if you have Bill syndrome, that your child will have it. So I always question like, do I want to pass down all of this? Um, and so that was one thing that's always been on my mind. So it was kind of cool that they showed me having a family and they were like, she's like, they just want you to know that, you know, you're going to be great. And then in my Akashic records, she showed me the the past life where I was a mother. It was very loving. And I didn't tell her, like, at this point, I didn't tell her about my other reading or about the thing on my mind about the children. And she goes, they're just wanting to show you that you have what it takes to be, like, a really loving mother. So should you choose, 
Um, everything's a choice, but should you choose to bring children into this world, they just want you to know you, you've mastered the skill of being super loving and loving yourself, that you definitely have enough love to give, um, like more than enough love to give your children because you've already mastered um, how to love. And they're saying that um, they know you've had your doubts about having children, but they, um, they just want you to know you'd be great at it. And then I told her, that's interesting because I've, I've had this fear that what if my children have Beale syndrome and do I want to pass it down to them? And she goes, yeah. So they're saying there is a chance that they will have it, um, but that child would still be so much better off even, even if they have challenges and face the Beale syndrome and all the things, they're still going to be so much better off um, coming into this world as your child than any other lifetime could give them because you can give them that much love. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Um, so that was really heartwarming and really, really cool. And it's funny that the two, the two um, different sessions kind of both showed me that same message. Okay, so once again, like my guides were saying that I'm doing really well. They're kind of like giving me the thumbs up. And not that it was like boring, but I'm like, okay, guys, like my friends had all these cool experiences where they're like, oh, in a past life, I had this trauma. And in a past life, I was like this, this makes so much sense why I'm like this. I just had so much weight lifted off of me, da, 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 da. And so I thought I was going to have like these mind blowing breakthroughs like that. And pretty much all my readings, they were like, nope, you're really good. You're like, you're on the right path. You've mastered a lot of things. And so in these Akashic records, I asked, like, one of the things you can ask is, what do I need to learn in order to blah, blah, blah? Or what do I need to heal in order to blah, blah, blah? And so I asked, like, first I asked, show me at my highest potential. And then I asked, what do I need to heal to reach my next level? Like, why am I stuck at my nine to five? Oh, yeah, this is cool, too. Why am I stuck at my nine to five job still? When, when can I go full time in my business? What do I need to heal first to reach my next level? So first, oh, okay, so first showing me at my highest potential was really cool because again, Sarah did not know anything about me. We didn't talk like before the call. I mean, I guess she could have looked me up on my Instagram, but um, just what she said was my exact vision. So when I said show me at my highest potential, she's like, okay, I'm definitely see you standing on a stage with like a large crowd. So there's some sort of speaking um, speaking engagement and it's a very large audience and then she's like and now I'm seeing you like um, as a published author and um, she's like they're saying extraordinary people extraordinary lives I don't know if that's like meant to be a book title or what but that's what they're saying and I was like oh okay interesting and then I said that is cool because that, that is one of my goals to be a published author like of well, I am a published author but like to have my own New York Times bestselling book and to have a book tour and everything. She's like, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a book tour. Like you're at a table, you're doing a signing. And I was like, whoa, that is the exact vision that I always hold. That is so cool. And so that was interesting. And then in terms of like, what do I have to heal to get to my next level? And why am I stuck in my nine to five? Um, so firstly, the thing I had to heal was she said, um, so I've mastered many skills in many other lifetimes, but what I'm still, what I could still work on here and now in this lifetime is like self-love and that little, like she's like, there's still more to be healed there. They're saying they know you've done a lot of work around it, but there's still some, 
some wounds that need to be addressed and some more healing to do around the self-love. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Is that like, are they saying I need to share more? Cause I share a lot and I've done a lot of work on this and I really feel like I love myself. And she's like, no, it's not necessarily about sharing. They're saying there's still more, um, there's just still more you need to address with loving yourself. And this I did not discover until I did my breathwork class. <laughs> so I just took notes and was like, okay, I will work on my self-love. Like, okay, guides, whatever. But I thought I was good. Like, I really thought I had. And then I asked about my health and my stomach issues that I have, like, constant bloating. And I have inflammation in my esophagus, which makes it really hard for me to eat food, to swallow, because it's always inflamed. And so I'm like, how, like, what do I need to heal to heal that? And they said, emotions, like you need to feel your emotions. You need to feel your feelings is what they were saying. And they're like, they're stuck in like your stomach and that can travel up into your esophagus as well. Interesting because Ashley said too that my stomach area, my solar plexus, which is like the upper stomach is where I needed the most healing. So there's another connection. And then... Um, in terms of the nine to five jobs. So for those of you who don't know, I'm still, <laughs> by the time this is recording is out, won't be anymore. But um, up until this reading, I was still at my nine to five, holding on to my nine to five job because it turned into work from home during COVID. And I was able to balance it along with all my client calls. Um, and just like, wondering okay so I asked the records like when am I gonna um be able to go full-time in my business like when am I gonna feel safe enough when am I going to be ready when can I do it um when can I have like hit my income goals that I want to make in my business to be able to leave and she was like okay so they're saying like six to twelve months and I was like oh no that's so far I don't like hearing that like that's sucks that seems really far I'm like really wanting it sooner and she's like well they're saying it could be like you could be feeling comfortable by the end of the summer it could be as early as fall but um if you don't leave anyway if you're not like feeling comfortable enough yet to leave by then then you'll probably feel a push like you'll get some sort of push they're saying and I was like oh okay that's kind of scary and she's like no no they're saying it's not a scary push but you'll you'll get a nudge and you'll know you'll know when it's time to leave so okay so that's pretty much it for the records reading there was a lot more but um moving on I totally you guys so you know how I was like oh that's not soon enough like that's so far away six months so flash forward to I guess it's just one week later yep literally one week later after my Akashic Records readings where I told my guides no you guides <laughs> you guys <laughs> hey you guides hey you guides that's too far away I got the push this week I <laughs> I got what I asked for and just stuff came up at work that like it's just they're not really giving me much of an option but to quit like it's just getting ridiculous and it's kind of like the last straw for me and I'm like okay this is my push and I asked for this because I was like no I want it sooner oh my gosh nah, I don't want to wait and so I got what I asked for and I got the push already this week 
and I am quitting. By the time this episode is out, you guys, I will have quit my nine to five job. Ah. So that feels crazy to say because I haven't even handed in the, um, I haven't like officially told them yet, but I think I'm not giving any notice. I'm just going to be like, peace. Um, coming up, coming by to drop up my laptop, laptop and that's it. <sighs> because yeah, that's another story for another time, but I don't even feel the need to give them notice. Like everything that's going down is just, it's falling apart, but it's for my highest good. I know it. It's kind of scary, but it's also what I asked for. It's what I've been wanting and I'm so ready and I'm so excited, but how hilarious. I was telling my mastermind girls about it today and they're like, oh my God, you collapsed the timeline because you asked for this. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I totally did. <laughs> So yeah, funny that they also told me, heal my emotions, feel my emotions. And that is what I did in my breathwork class. Holy crap, you guys. I did something called breath of surrender, which is a technique. Um, Gabriella, my friend, she's been on this podcast before. She, this is like her unique way of doing breathwork. And it's so incredible. I've never tried any other um, breathwork classes, but I'm so blessed that she was my first one and it was so aligned because my friends kept pushing me and pushing me to try it. And I was super nervous and didn't really want to because I heard that you can get dizzy, your hands can go numb, they can clamp up, people have panic attacks, and I am prone to anxiety. So, or I have had anxiety in the past. So, I was really nervous about just doing a class online and then Gabriella actually reached out to me and was like, I'm feeling called to offer you a one-on-one session. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's a clear sign that I can't ignore. And so the breathwork session, um, I went into it with the intention of healing the emotions that are, st- or like clearing the emotions that are stuck in my stomach um, because that's what all my guides keep telling me to do. And I also went with the intention of focusing on healing that last piece of like self-love because I didn't even know what that was or what else needed to be healed. But that was my intention. (sighs) And you guys, this session was friggin' insane. I'm actually just seeing now that the time on this recording is an hour. We're already an hour in. So I'm thinking this is going to be a whole, like a part two, a whole nother episode. So um, I know, sorry, cliffhanger. I'm going to tell you in the next episode all about the breathwork session and the stuff that came up, the stuff that I cleared, how I felt after, how I felt during, because that in and of itself, even the Akashic Records thing could have been its own episode. The soul tuning could have been its own episode. Um, So I'll tell you a little even more about the Akashic thing and the breathwork in the next episode. (laughs) I think I'm going to stop it here so that this file doesn't get too big. Um, Again, sorry for the cliffhanger. I'll see you in the next episode. Okay, so I'll see you guys next time or talk to you guys next time. Don't forget to go get your free trial with Kajabi. If you're interested in that, the link is in these show notes, like in the episode notes. So again, take your fingers, swipe up or down and then just click on the link there. It'll say Kajabi free trial or Emily's free trial, something like that. Um, And then let me know what you think. If you do, um, hop on. I'm pretty sure you'll love it. I know I do. So yeah, don't forget about that and we'll see you next time.